phantasm? Is it a nightmare? Phantasm. Is it an illusion? Phantasm. What the fuck is up, maniacs and gore hogs? And welcome to another episode of Phantasm Podcast. I am Corey Gore Christ. With me to my left is Dr. Vincent West. Hello. And the doctor ordered today. We are uh, currently viewing pieces. The Italian horror flick. The uh, theme of this one, they say, is exactly what you think it is. And then they say, you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Well, this doesn't... I don't know. I, I made fun of it. Yeah, it doesn't really... Uh, there's even there's no finger to that. No, but it's, it it's good. It's pretty It's pretty morbid. Um, I do like it, though. I think it's good. Basically, the, the mom storms in in the beginning, and this is supposed to be set in Boston in the 40s, and... This dude's mom is just finding all these like pornographic magazines, and then the kid ends up just like killing his own mom, and uh, it just gets strange from there. So, uh, yeah, he's just like comes back with an axe and he's just fucking hacking her face in half. It's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty good, pretty gnarly start to the film. There's not even any music. It's just like Boston, 1942. And then there's just blood everywhere. The corpse. <coughs> Doing alright? Yeah. I think the doctor needs some medicine. Nah, it's my allergies. <laughs> it's because we're in Italy. <laughs> Here in Florence, they don't... What year is this film? This, I, I'm not really... I'm not super savvy on this. I had a DVD copy of this that looked like it was shot off of a television set in Italy. And that's pretty cool. This uh, it's a little jigsaw puzzle, and uh, it's just a woman with a hairy '80s bush. And it's Italian, so you know it's a lot hairier than uh, than the usual. It's pretty '82. So we're 82. following up. <clears throat> we went '81, '82. Yeah. We, yep. We we did the burning on the last episode, which was '81, uh, '81 goodness, and now. Not even planning it, just <coughs> going straight 82 Italian Slasher. And we're doing the U.S. version. It's the uh, the Grindhouse releasing uh, Blu-ray. It's got the soundtrack, which is cool. Yeah, it is cool. I like... Uh, I love how Grindhouse usually kind of throws them in there with uh, Cannibal Faroe and Cannibal Holocaust, which are both packaged really nicely. Got uh, those. The Pieces was also. It's packaged really nicely. And, uh, I have it as well. A little I soundtrack thrown it. in there, which... If, if you listen to any... And there's a head in the closet. Right. Uh, there's... If it's any Italian horror soundtrack, Fabio Frizzi's stuck his nuts somewhere in there. Agreed. Which is awesome. He did all the Fulci stuff. I mean, it's just good shit. It is. It's good shit. And I, I don't know if he was a member of Goblin or, or what. I'm not sure. I don't think so. 
And they found the kid in the closet, and he's all bloody as fuck. They don't know what to do with him. They, He's like, hey, but someone came in and killed my mom. You know, a lot of the the films from this era, I think everybody was just trying to take a shot at everything. And this movie's interesting. It's like an Italian take on American slashers. Right. It's it's interesting to me. It's This is going to be cool to watch. The copy that, that I had on DVD looked absolute dog shit. It was... <laughs> Looks like Again, a film it, in a gymnasium. No, it literally, I'm dead serious. It it was like, if anybody's familiar with Good Times Home Video, it was worse than Good Times. It was like, you know, some <laughs> shit-ass. Good Times Home Video. You know, it was some kind of cheap thing. It Awful. And it looked like it was shot off of a television set. <laughs> you know, there was no aspect ratio. The soundtrack sounded like shit. You know, it would cut in and out. It was awful. Sounds like I filmed it on a Sony Handycam. It was worse than that. Worse than that? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Damn. But, uh, it was just kind of a turd. It was just, I was real disappointed <laughs> with it. it was, you know, and it was, I mean, not the movie, just the, the quality. You know, oh, so it was course. something I never went back to because it's like, okay, if this looks like shit, I'm never going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to sit down and, and uh, you know, watch this. Try to suffer through again, this. You know. And of course, this is 40 years later in the film where the, Dude's all grown up now, and he's going back to that perverted crossword puzzle. That's why it's you know that's why uh, that's why it's nice to uh, come back to these things and they restore it, so you can be like, well, maybe it's all right. And I want definitely always um, good to come back. I'm so I'm trying to figure out if I like this print of this yet or not. I can't really tell. Now the main actor in this film, his name is Christopher George. He was in City of the Living Dead, which is really cool. yep the Fulci film. Yes. Nice. Which is pretty cool. So now is he the killer in this film? No. I haven't seen this movie in fifteen years. Wow. Well, but I remember that you know the videotape. I remember this thing was always very. Co- we we're going back to the, you know, Betamax, and uh, you know, it's. This definitely looks better, and that definitely looks better than the DVD I had. They did a good job with this. I can't believe this thing actually looks that good. But it's it's another one. It's interesting. I don't have to keep watching. To, there's another. Oh, it's the flashback of the mom. Well, this is him, like, digging out. He, like, kept this her. This is the killer. Yeah. 40 years later, and he, like, kept her bloody robe and heels. He masturbates in it. I mean, it's. I don't know. He's got some weird Ed Gein thing going on with all that. I'm masturbating dead people's clothes. I don't know. <laughs> There's like oh, I'm a doctor. I can do that. Yeah, that's you right. know, it's part of what I do. But what you do when the uh, dead women's clothes? Dead women's clothes. Hot yeah. Dead women's clothes. Like smell them, and then you're like, Ugh. this scene's kind of funny when she's on the skateboard. It's just this movie's got you know, a. You get a lot of. It's not even campy, but this movie has some just really goofy scenes in it where they were like, well, this will be funny. I mean, this does look good. I'm, I've definitely decided this thing looks really good. Because I did really. I mean. Most of these new releases look great. I mean, um, I've only you know, caught, I'm ashamed I've to only say caught, I own a bunch of their titles, and I've, I don't think I've ever put them in the player. I don't think I've ever opened them. Uh, Cannibal Holocaust looks really good. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, Cannibal Pharrell looked really good, too. This one looking better than, than both of those, I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, I haven't made great. a comparison, but... I was reading something online. I guess this sold really well. 
The only movie, I, I guess, of Grindhouse's that I've... I own all the titles we've talked about but I, that they've put out. But uh, The Cannibal Fur, The Cannibal Holocaust. But my favorite thing, I guess, that I own that I've watched... Well, you know, this this is, looks awesome, too, so I have to compare them now. But The Beyond. Yeah. Which is Beyond. Wow, it looks amazing. Compared and to my, that one... I had an old, shitty, uh, like, ten-box Anchor Bay version of that. I remember that thing. Yeah. And it looked like shit. I bet. You know. It really did. It, a lot of nice features, but it there looked like absolute dog shit. I don't know if you were saying there you go to the chainsaw or the chick laying there. It looks like she needs a dick. Both. Cool. She's not a good, she's not going to get a dick. She's going to get chainsaw. Chainsaw. Well, which when I saw the we scene, we, I we, all, was, we all don't get what we want. You know? I thought it was one of those scenes where it makes you think that you're going to get a kill, but you're not. It's just like you know, kind of startles her, and then this happens. You're just like, holy shit. Just straight up <laughs> hack. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's just decapitate. Just spirits of madness right in the beginning. It is. That's awesome. There's Christopher George. Who's like the, <coughs> on the far right. Yeah. Okay, I do remember. Do remember him? See, the weird thing about the Italian movies is that, like, they they like redub them, but. They're like American actors, like a lot of them are, so they're speaking English, but then a lot of them aren't, and it's just, I don't know how they do that. If it's, pretty sure they redub the shit. Right. But a lot of it's just strange, you know. I just don't understand. How they, because uh, if you look at them, their mouths don't always match up with everything they're saying. But they're speaking English, so I think they just suck. I don't know. <laughs> it's in all the films, all the faulty stuff, you know. It's just a weird. You know, I'm not comfortable calling it pieces. I think we should call it A Thousand Screams in the Night. <laughs> Is that the original title? It's one of the other titles they use. They also use The Night Has a Thousand Screams. Huh. I don't know why they just didn't call it Chainsaw in Your Pussy. All right. That's pretty accurate for this movie. Chainsaw up your butthole. Yeah. You know. Ah. I'm staring he's, at your tits. He's like, I can see through. I feel like I'm watching a porn. It's kind of what this vibe... It, the whole film has a very weird vibe to it. Uh, and, of course, it's Italian, so it's all about, you know, school chicks. That's fine. She can help me out with my schoolwork. <laughs> As long as I don't get the chainsaw, you right. know, I don't want the chainsaw. But. You know, any of the uh, Dario Argento stuff, it's all like, you know, art, yeah, art school, college chicks. Argento's the Italian David Lynch, kind of. He's, uh, yeah, kind of him. Or he's, Kubrick. He's the artsy, artsy fartsy. Uh, it's like, how can I make this, how can I make this blood colorful when he chainsaws her pussy? It's like, well, there you go. He figured it out. Christopher George's wife is also in this film. Really? Yeah. It says the film starred real-life husband and wife team, Christopher George <laughs> and Linda Day George. And apparently she was on Mission Impossible, the original television show that had Leonard Nimoy on it. Wow. There you go. But this film is... Uh... Oh, it was released uh, my birthday month. It was released on August 23rd in 82 in Spain. And then uh, September 23rd, 
in uh, North America. Hmm. <coughs> this movie's pretty... Milgritos Tene La Noche. <laughs> We're going to call it that the rest of the night. I'm kidding. I won't be able to do it. I'm kidding. I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> uh, I don't have no idea what I just said. I said it in a different language, but... Something de noches. De nachos. Nachos would be good right now. I would, I hope, I would kill for some nachos. <laughs> I think this killer would kill for some nachos. Maybe that's what he's doing, you know. He's just trying to get himself some nachos, man. Trying to make his figure of speech literal. I'm trying to find the shitty company that put this thing out initially on DVD. Well, I have a... Dog uh, shit home video, whatever <laughs> it's called. I have that uh, Blue Diamond release on DVD. That's it. It is it? I have the DVD. That thing looks like dog I shit. I have that DVD of that, yeah. Yeah, it looks like... Uh, Blue Diamond. It looks like an Ingalls We exclusive. make almonds, and we, we distribute <laughs> almonds, and we also have fucking it looks bad like, copies of horror movies. It looks like an Ingalls uh, home video section release. You know Welcome I mean? to Ingalls. Come on in and get your copy of Pieces today where it's shot full frame off of somebody's VCR, and it's crooked, and the aspect ratio is sideways. Have you ever found like a weird film from Ingalls, and you went and bought it? It was like the people from the Ingalls company made these movies in college before they made Ingalls. And they're like, come watch the uh, Boston Seaside Strangler movie. And you go to watch it, and it's just like... They recorded it in their dad's garage, and they filmed like one scene in the basement, and then the movie's over. You're like, directed by a bathroom stall. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Have you ever seen one of those? I have. They're really weird. They're just like... They're, they're like cheap knockoffs of other films, but they have stupid names. They, I used to see a lot of that stuff when I would go it's to called like flea the, market. The tool shed murderer. Right, flea, flea markets would have that stuff, and then, you know, I call, the, I call those C movies. C movies? Yeah. You got your B movies, and you got your C movies. And C movies are made like in college with like three people. Or worse, yeah. Or worse, it's, or it's made with one guy. Just, but you know, it's always amazed trying, me how stuff, Murphy stuff like that exists, especially like nowadays. Someone will go out and shoot some cheap film. It doesn't matter what genre film, and then be like, "I'm going to enter it into." Well, a they film put it first. on. Even worse, they put it on. You know, YouTube or I'm going to enter. Like when we went to Kevin when we went and saw Kevin Smith, there's people down there whoring out their stupid film. It's like, wow, some kind of movie about Nazis. I don't want to see that. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just don't. But it's it's amazing, and then it's like I've got seven thousand hits. It's like I don't even have fucking seven hundred friends on Facebook. You know, it's it <laughs> it amazes me how some of that stuff works. It's like, but that's what we got. Our is 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 he the killer? The huge guy. Yeah. No, it's the other guy. Him. The guy in the suit. Oh, how weird. Yeah. It's George. No, it's not Christopher George. The other guy is. Okay, gotcha. He's just another guy in a suit. But you think it's like... Is that Christopher George there? No. Okay. It's like you think it's the fat, sweaty guy with the beard with the chainsaw, but this other asshole keeps taking the chainsaw. That chainsaw's actually just weird looking. (laughs) Again, back to the porno. Yeah, there's just like people fucking... Pieces of porno. 
<laughs> There's just people fucking uh, in the. You know. He's going to create the perfect woman with they're, his with they're his on campus. Chainsaw. They're on campus at their school, and they're just like outside during recess, like getting it on. Well, I mean, it's you know the Italian stuff too. Another thing, you know, I was watching uh, New York Ripper recently, and you know, yeah, I like it, but it's one of those. I have to be in a mood to sit down and watch an Italian horror film. Some of that uh, movie is actually kind of disturbing and hard to watch. It is. It seems like a snuff film. The way it that does. Yes, it does. A lot of the kills are very... But it's awesome. Yeah, no, it's great. And honestly, it's one of Fulci's most like visceral films. It's very realistic, and uh, it seems like you're watching it. She's got a spark in it, but... And, <laughs> It seems like you're, you're watching. On her rear. It's like you're watching real shit. It's right. Pretty, I mean, it's you know, it's, there's it's eerie if that makes sense. Yeah. It is, and there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. I think with that, you have. Uh, I don't know. I just think it's. I think a lot of these films, the Italian horror stuff, doesn't have a big budget. I think Argento stuff kind of did, but. It was just the way he shot it. I guess was. Um, I don't know. This film looks really good, though. It does. Because it's the, not the, the print of this. This Blu-ray looks fantastic. Because it's not the the blue diamond, <laughs> the poo diamond release. Which I have a few of those blue diamond releases. They, you know, they did pieces and they did some of the Fulci stuff. Like I have uh, House by the Cemetery and. Uh, Seven Doors of Death, which is the Beyond. So that's a great movie. Uh, but on the Blue Diamond release, it looks, you know, again like directed. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Directed that that's by what bathroom. I had, but directed by bathroom you know. I mean, the women in this movie are very attractive. Oh, they're European. They're they're great. They don't they don't look like they were casted at and you know gym class like the burning. Did not have any. She's uh, got to get those itchy jeans off. <laughs> the women in these in these Italian movies, they're like, we're gonna get a supermodel. And this like, guy's okay. got to get his chainsaw off. Yep. Well, she's well we've already got a quicker body count in this, I think, than than you know a lot Just of stuff from the, that we've the setup of the story itself, which was you know the mom getting hacked in the face to um some chick reading and studying, getting her head cut off, and then. Now we're we're going for round three, which is some chick just you know wanting to go for a late night swim all alone and and naked because that's what people do. So she didn't get completely naked; she just got topless. So still calls for a a chainsaw. That's the scene is actually pretty pretty fucking awesome. So. It's been so long since I've seen this. It, it's one of those scenes where it's more brutal later when they find the body, and then they're like, geez, you know. That's nice, Evan. He's going to help clean the pool. <laughs> yeah, see, you can tell it's not that huge dude because he's not very big. Right. That one guy's a fucking potato. He looks like sack. the shadow. <laughs> he does. Like a, uh, the it looks like he's a fucking one. Looks like a rabbi or something with a trench coat. There he goes. He just captures her like a fucking fish. <laughs> He's, I think that's pretty brutal too. He just kind of 
reels her in with the fishing net out of Was the he pool. Drowning her? No, he's he's pulling her to the to the edge so he can pull her out of the pool there. Should have reeled her in like a fish. And this is just there's a lot of really there's hard titties going on. Very Italian. Then it's time for our killer to have some fun. Or after all that, she just can't get up for some reason. She's like paralyzed from... From the fishnet? From the fishnet, I guess. The pool. That's a big fucking chainsaw. Yeah, he's like cutting trees with that thing. It even looks European, the chainsaw. You can yeah. tell that wasn't made in America. <laughs> like it just looks like some kind of fucking Italian monstrosity. <laughs> Their cars are tiny, but damn if their chainsaws aren't huge. And it's just a weird... It's a gigantic-ass chainsaw. They should have put out a shirt that came with this Blu-ray packaging, and it was... A, just the chainsaw? Well, no, it was a, it was a Italian guy using a, that chainsaw to cut up pizza. <laughs> and it says pizza instead of pizzas. Pizza. Pizzas. <laughs> pizzas. <laughs> They should remake this movie and call it Pizzas, and it's a guy that has like a little pizza roller, and just pizza rolls people in half and shit. That's great. Not even make it a comedy. Try to make it as serious as possible, and just call it Pizzas. Like the only goofy part of the whole movie is the name itself. Everything else is supposed to be like totally realistic and brutal. I think whoever you know should get on that. And see, there he goes. He's got his little, his little fun sack. I wonder what's in the bag. It's basically, it's called pieces for a reason. He's trying to collect all these body parts and stuff. Because he thinks he's some kind of a fucking artist. Because what would Italian horror films be without a little art? A little artistic vision. Well, that's depressing. What's that? I was trying to see if Joe Bob Briggs had a Twitter account, and he doesn't. Joe Bob Briggs, if you're listening, get a Twitter. Don't know why you would listen to podcasts if you don't even have a Twitter, but, uh, you know. I used to love him, and he's a huge part of my childhood. Yeah. What was the most uh, significant? Let's see, there's the head of that one chick already. In the freezer. What was the most uh, significant for you? What of his? Yeah. I remember watching him. <clears throat> I can't remember what channel it was on. I'm wanting to say it was on like USA. And usually it was some kind of Elvira bullshit or or what. And and I, I think Elvira's kind of cool, but I also right. think she's kind of oh. annoying. Um, but I'll never forget, and of course it was butchered, right? but I'll never forget he showed Reanimator on there. Huh. And I remember just thinking it was the coolest fucking thing I'd ever seen in my life. And then I remember he would also show, um, lots of the old Roger Corman, Vincent Price stuff. Oh yeah. And he would show, um, a lot of Hammer Horror stuff, which I love, um, I remember the first time I saw Dracula, Prince of Darkness was on there. Oh, yeah. On the show on USA. Again, 
you know, they're butchered if there was anything. A lot of the hammer stuff there wasn't much to take out. But yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of butchery there, some savage butchery. Phew. Looks like a damn fish market right there. And then you see, you know, the, the groundskeeper finds his own chainsaw with blood all over it, and he's like, what the fuck? And dudes attack him, and uh, there's Christopher. The dudes start attacking him, thinking it's him, and find out real quick it's totally not. So I have to say, I don't really see what... He's a creepy guy. Though. What everybody thinks is so, uh, you know... Mind blowing about this. I don't know. I, I've not found anything in this to be just that gruesome. What this film? Yeah, I think for its, I mean, for its time, it was very uh, gruesome. Um, but it's not. I don't know. Seeing a bunch of body parts laying there to me isn't. Yeah, I'm more actually seeing it. Right. But I guess for its time, it was a lot more gruesome because I know I. You know, when I watch the the old uh, this is implied brutality, you know. Well, you do see a good bit of it. Oh, I just meant that specific little scene. Yeah, this one it. scene. I mean, it is pretty brutal to see, you know, fake body parts stuffed up in a and you know plastic wrap. But um, it is <laughs> when I when I first watched this release, you know. Uh, I was like, wow, this is really supposed to be a, a, you know, a splatter fest and all this stuff. And it's really not that kind of movie. I mean, it is, but it's not as... Uh, you mean you don't agree with the great Eli Roth jerking off into your own <laughs> mouth about this film? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm not from Italy or anything. I'm from New York, but, you know, uh, everything that I watch is a splatter fest. It's like, this isn't a splatter fest. It's I mean, horror... Horror. It's got some gore right. in it, but it's not what I would consider. There's a lot more films I would consider that way before I would consider pieces even on that list. I think, I guess for its time when it came out, sure. This movie never scared me. Yeah. But I mean, you know, most of them don't for horror movies, but the gore can at least kind of freak you out. You know, this this movie doesn't do that. It doesn't make me feel like it's even halfway real or it doesn't I'm not like oh shit it's just kind of like oh that's cool you know well, like what we talked about before with like Blood Rage I mean that that was some of that stuff like the gore is just like geez it's, it's just but it's awesome you yeah know? no it's, it's great but, it, but it's but it's fun you know yeah. whereas this I don't know all the Italian stuff to me is paced at a different is it at the a lot of it not all of it but a lot of it's paced at a different they try to put some kind of fucking grand story around it. It's like, that's not why I'm watching this, you know? It's Yeah, that's why I watch, you know, uh, U.S. you know style slashers because you know what you're getting no matter what. It's like, you just you just want to see a body count and uh, have, have a good time. So, um, you know, you can't really... It, it, when we're doing this kind of stuff, you know, we're watching on mute, we got the subtitles on, you know, we're trying to, you know, uh, just have a good time with this. Um, if it's just based mostly on story, then, you know, what's the fun in that? So, but there, there's, there's really good stuff in this, in this movie that's, uh, worth, worth waiting for and watching. But like I said, it's not a, uh, a bona fide, like, gore splatter fest slasher film, you know, it's, 
it is what it is. It's a good, it's a good film, but it's, uh, you know, I don't want to watch a trilogy's worth of dialogue to get to like one more kill scene. Uh, it needs to just, it needs to just come on. But if you think about it, there's not too many movies with high kill counts. I mean, there's really not. There's, there's very few that have like a shit ton. Blood Rage, I was very impressed. That just has, it's like one after the other. I mean, sometimes, it's sometimes it's like two in one scene. It sets the it's bar just, pretty high. You know. And then there's other stuff that not necessarily has a bunch of kills. Something like Phantasm, where it's just incredibly entertaining. It's just good, yeah. And the, and that story is actually fun because you know it's. Well, that's what I'm saying. That there's not much driving this film. I'm already pretty much bored with it. Right. It, I feel like until I'm watching any, a, I feel any, like I'm watching an Italian soap opera. Right, and then with with most of these films, it's like until the the killer comes back, you're not going to give a fuck about what's going on because you're just like, when's this chode right here going to die? That looks like on top uh, of the fact that guy with the glasses looks like your brother with a with a <laughs> toupee on. He looks like Rocky Dennis or something. But it's like, when is this fucker going to die? You know. What the whole point of this is, like, the killer's right there, like, looking at him, and he's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I need your your left arm for my for my collage. You know, it's like, I don't know. They did this weird movie that's kind of like this. There's two of them, actually, where they, at the end, you know, they have, like, this fucking body that they make or whatever. Uh, there's a movie called May, where this chick... Loses her best friend. She's trying to. There you go. Here's some, yeah, some workout that. chicks, and you know, you know, one of them is about to get dropped. I think yeah. this is weird. This played in theaters in America. That is weird. Um, it must have been a limited market because I lived in Atlanta and there was nothing like. They just played it at drive-ins, you know, drive-in theaters. Um, My uncle probably saw it. But yeah, they. Uh, yeah, he's just like he's just watching all the. Dick Tracy's Chick- gonna get you with a chain. He's watching all the chicks He's work gonna out. He's gonna walk out and it's Warren where's, Beatty. Where is Dick Tracy? It's Ow. Warren Beatty with a chainsaw. <laughs> I'm gonna kill Madonna, then I'm gonna kill you. Well, this movie May, this chick tries to make a new best friend by cutting up people. Meets all these dudes, cuts them up, and takes one of their parts. And at the end, ends up sewing this like nasty corpse, and she's like, Wah. it's really gross. I'm going to switch gears a second. This is something that I want on Blu-ray. I don't think it was ever put out on DVD, to my knowledge. I'd have to look this up on um, just to research it. But I'm pretty sure it doesn't exist. I think it does exist on DVD, and I think it's out of print. But I want a Blu-ray copy of Wes Craven's Deadly Friend. I think you have a Blu-ray of that. No. Is that the one with the robot chick? Yes. That one's awesome. Maybe not in America. They might have a foreign release. Let's have a look. That's the one with the basketball, too. The basketball scene in it. Yep. The old lady's like, meh! <laughs> it's a basketball. Like That's one of the best uh, head explosion scenes, I think. Besides the, the scanners. One well, that, well, that's that's a that's a movie that I think... It's just a weird... It's, it's just weird. Really, I like it. But it's ambitious. You know, it's different. Here we go. We're about to get some, uh, some Yoga Queen uh, slayage right here. But the other film where it's like kind of like pieces, you know, where they're putting a, a body of corpses together, 
is uh, this movie called Resurrection. That's actually really fucking awesome. I forget who's in it. I don't think it's Harrison Ford. It's it's somebody. Deli Friend is on DVD. Huh. Um, it's expensive as fuck. But too. In, in Resurrection, this this guy is trying to no make. Blu-ray. This guy's trying. He's like killing all these people, but he's he's assembling like like Christ, and it's pretty fucking cool. And at the end of the movie, it's a very nasty scene where, uh, you know, the the detectives and the the police they go into the to the dude's like house or studio apartment or whatever, and in the middle of the room is this fucking it's got like a crucifix and there's this just body like it's this person supposed to be Christ made out of all different of the dude's victims' body parts sewn together. And it's supposed to be Christ, and it's fucking nasty. And that's a really good film. Um, I don't remember anything up until that last scene of that movie, because it used to come on TV all the time. And when I was a kid, I was fascinated by it. I was like, they made they made the all the you know all the victims were you know hacked up so he can make like a Jesus in his living room. <coughs> it's fucking gross, you know. I always thought that was pretty cool, and it, it was very disturbing. Uh, to watch as well. But uh, good film overall. From what I remember, the ending alone is worth watching uh, that whole movie for. It's kind of like Seven in a way, the way the vibe is with the... Not necessarily the <coughs> Seven Deadly Sins thing, but the making of, of like a Jesus with body parts is pretty fucking morbid. That is. Great ending. Too. Was it Italian as well? No, this was an American film. It was like a 90s... What's it called again? I think it's called Resurrection. I have to. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember that. I have to look it up. It's a not a very uh, well-known movie. It was pretty low on the radars. If I can find the right one. I have to look. It's like go on Google. Is trying to tell me about Resurrection is one of Jesus. You know, it's like I don't want to. Right. It's not necessarily a horror movie, but it's horrific. I mean, there's horrific scenes. And that's the killer up there. Yeah. No, not him. That's Christopher George. Okay, I'm confused. (laughs) There's a lot of people in suits in this film that look like the killer. Okay, uh, Christopher Lambert is in that film. Really? Came out in 99. Never seen it. It's I've, pretty I've fucking... never seen it because there can be only one. <laughs> it's pretty fucking morbid. Yeah, it's called Resurrection. It came out in 99. I mean, it's mainly like a, you know, like a thriller, more or less, but at the end it shows the fucking nasty corpse shit. What I found interesting that I was going to bring up about this film that I just read a minute ago. Leland Orser is also in the film. I believe he's the killer in that film, spoiler alert, which he is also ends up being the killer in Bone Collector, which is another movie kind of like Resurrection that came out in the 90s where it was like Jennifer Lopez or whatever. I'm going to blow your mind. So uh, he's always like the little... Uh, Creep that ends up being, you know, like this nerd killer guy in, in those films. So this film was, was distributed by Warner Brothers. 
Which one? In 1983 pieces in America. That's fucked up. Warner Brothers distributed this? In the theater. Wow. I guess they thought it would make I guess it, you know, in in limited markets, and, and they just put this in there, you know, to rod the horror craze that was going on. Yeah, I guess they thought they could make some money off of it because, uh, you know, they were trying to rival Texas Chainsaw and all this other stuff that already came out, you know. <clears throat> They're just like, well, we have a, you know. There was a review online. They must have saw this. potential because when this came out, you know, the Grindhouse Theaters really started really started booming with all the gore shit, so I guess I just wanted to throw it in here and try to make some money, which I don't I don't know if it did or not. Um, no, it didn't make any money. I think it was just one of those films where you go see it at the theater, but it wasn't huge, you know, not, these movies never are. They're just, you know, uh, they're horror movies. I mean, they're not going to slay the box office. They're just going to do fairly well or not, unless it's like Jaws, you know. Or Friday the 13th. I mean, that's not going to... What I found interesting about this was, and I just don't understand it. I'm actually going to read it when I find it here. I found a review of this Blu-ray, and this guy was just jerking off about it. You know. Well. And I, I, I have to say, you know, we're... I think I don't know how far we are into this. Maybe half an hour. I don't know exactly, but it's it's pretty fucking boring. Oh, well, it's very boring. Speaking of boring, I mean, you know, I guess if we sat there and watched it, with you know, actually listened to it and stuff, and you wanted some story out of some shit, it'd be all right because the killer is actually like getting to know these people, and it's kind of creepy, and the vibe is weird in the film. But uh, I mean, you know. If, if the way that they advertise this film is it's just a splatter flick and there's a lot of gore and intense uh, kill scenes, which they are. There are some in here. But it's... The website that reviewed this Blu-ray. It's just not... And, you know, I don't I don't want to run anybody, you know, through the mud. DBDtalk.com. Um, they say that this movie is a must-own title. It's, it's not. Uh... <laughs> I'm honestly fighting sleep right now trying to watch this. It's pretty fucking boring. Well, it's hey, not as bad. I will say this, though. It's not as bad as The Mutilator, which oh. that movie, in my in my opinion, is one of the worst overrated turds I've ever seen in my life. It is the most boring, god-awful shitstorm I've sat through. I couldn't even finish it. It was so bad. It's like the last ten minutes or where all the kills are, and they happen so fast. And then the killer just gets, I don't know, they like back up a car into him. And then he dies. It's like the most uneventful ending to a film. They just kind of like, they were like, yeah, let's wrap this up, guys. And let's figure out how to end this. And then they just did that. So, I don't know. But if you want, we can just... uh, Skip to the kill scenes and then we can, you know, up it's, the body count a little bit. It says it says that this is one of the greatest. I'm qu- I'm quoting DVDtalk.com. It's probably Eli This Roth. is one of the greatest com. exploitation movies ever. It says that it's, you know, a misogyn I mean, a misogynistic killer 
and it's excessively violent. I haven't seen a goddamn thing in this that's excessively violent. Yeah, they they give you enough breaks in between stuff to. to I think you know. sometimes people just they they're oh it's about a chainsaw and I'm going to just tell everybody I'm tough shit because I watch these horror movies with chainsaws. <laughs> Remember, kids, <clears throat> this is good advice for you from Doctor West here. There's only one film series with a fucking chainsaw that means anything. There can only be one. Again, that that comes up. Thank you, Christopher Lambert. Thank you, Toby Hooper. <laughs> no, this is this is this is an interesting watch, though. I have to say, I I'm just kind of sitting here waiting, but it's it's at least paced better than the fucking Mutilator, and at least there's some attractive women in it. There's no attractive women in the Mutilator. I don't even think there's any women in the Mutilator. There's yeah, there like are, though, there is, but it's <laughs> it's like fucking. It's ever guy he's talking like this because they shot over in North Carolina. That's the other weird we're thing. Gonna, we're just that... going to sit here and talk like this. We're going <laughs> to go to this uh, summer home in the, in the winter and, and, and get killed. It's just fucking stupid. That's weird. It's like fall break, but it looks like summer, but it's fall break. <laughs> Boring break. Rated <laughs> R. <laughs> Attention span break. That's what it's called. And this chick's just, you know, farting, hiking her leg and shit, you know. I mean, it, this, it's, it's interesting, though. It really is. It's very. This movie is like more creepy because if you actually watch it with you know the sound on stuff, the vibe of it's kind of creepy because the guy's stalking people and you know these women and stuff, and uh, the whole premise of why he's killing people is also disturbing. But it's still boring, you know, because it's like you know I understand it's they're trying to be more brutal with the actual like. Not so much the kills, but the story. But, you know, I'm a gore fiend. I just want to see some fucking deaths. want to see some people getting hacked to pieces. That's what the fucking film's called, you know. When Texas Chainsaw, if you watch the original film, uh, really not any gore in it or anything like that. But it's fucking disturbing because it's just, it's just fucking disturbing. That's the way you shot they it. They mastered it, yeah. The, the lighting's perfect. The actors were perfect. What they went through actually influenced how the film felt to the viewers because the film was a fucking absolute bitch to shoot for them and it was very agonizing and it was very hot and it was a hard film to shoot. It was very, very difficult to shoot. Oh, yeah, they, 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 put, and, uh, and they, they put Marilyn Burns through hell in that movie. It comes out in the actors in the film and you could tell and it makes it seem like they were actually tortured and they were they went through... Um, you know, bullshit. Hopefully, so. one day we'll get to do the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, we will. We should have done that before this, but we'll get this out of the way. But uh, you know. like I said, this is an interesting watch. I have to say, I mean, it's you know, it's I, I get what they were trying to do with it, but again, I, I I've got to be honest with you, I've never, not even Suspiria. I there's no Italian horror film where I'm just like, oh no, I don't know, I don't, yeah. I've never been scared watching. Uh, Italian horror films, right? Oh, some of the faulty. I like them a lot, but I don't. Some of the as far as stuff fear, kind of freak me out. It, it takes a lot to actually get me freaked out anymore. And I don't know, maybe, and it's even when I was younger. I think you know, to some degree, it took a lot to really get me to be like, "Holy shit!" You know, right? The Exorcist is one of the only ones for me. Agreed. And uh, Hellraiser, the first one, freaked me out. Really. Uh, 
Mainly like Frank. The other stuff really didn't like Pinhead didn't freak me out or any of the Cenobites, but uh, the guy tried to escape hell. Yeah, Frank freaked me out because he was. Like, he, he is weird. It freaked me out because he was just like muscle and, and and blood and veins. It was fucking nasty. And, Claude Barker is definitely takes you to the edge. That movie. He takes you beyond. He takes you to another fucking. Dimension. It is. It's it's different. It's it's. You know, we talked about earlier about. Uh, let you guys know we were gonna, you know, was we were gonna do pieces. We had some other titles we were gonna talk about. We'd actually, you know, talked about doing Nightbreed actually tonight, but right. we went with this, and it's, you know, it's, it's interesting. This movie is something that, you know, and I, I get caught up in it when I bought this Blu-ray. It's like, oh well, I remember this thing being kind of cool. Now that I'm watching it, it's like yeah, it is kind of cool, but it's also just kind of like what the fuck. Yeah, that's pretty good. He saw an arm, you know. It's all laceration there. Let's see. Then this guy is his fucking like dirt bike. I don't know what this deal is. There's this whole scene later where this this dude has like a karate master out of nowhere, and he's just like kicking around. I don't know what that's about, but there's just some weird shit thrown into this film. I don't know where they got it from. There's no way they wrote it. Whoever wrote those scenes in there, fucking... I mean, the only thing I can come up with for, you know, and I, I'd like to read this right now if it's cool. Yeah. Off this... Gonna, I'm going to dive into the... Uh, off this Blu-ray substance here. This, I... You know... And you know what? When I started watching this movie... And this, I, this thing says a perfect 10, the gore score. Really? Whatever hipster wrote that. Watch, he was, watch fucking watch he was, Blood Rage, and then and then tell me that this thing's a gore. You know score. the guy that the guy that's writing this stuff reads BuzzFeed articles to keep up with daily life, and then he's at Starbucks with his iPad and he's writing reviews, drinking fucking mocha lattes. Rod having his gluten free sandwich with <laughs> with honey mustard, with uh, apple appleberry cranberry whole rye bread, and you know. <laughs> With his, with his ro- oven-roasted turkey breast. Right, we're not name-dropping, but he's at Panera. But anyway, it's, <laughs> you know, it's fucking... It's Panera, Starbucks, you know, hybrid. Can I have that, that sugar turkey honey loaf with gluten-free bread and a raspberry pickle? With a raspberry whole wheat raisin cranberry bread, you know. With my gluten-free coffee. You know... Which I'm not discrediting people that that shouldn't be discredited, but at the same time, yes, I am because, you know, uh, these are people paid to make reviews, and we are fans who actually pay to buy this shit. Yeah, to we watch bought it. this. If I want to fucking yeah. say whatever I want about it, I didn't get a free copy in the. It's mail. not Grindhouse. Like, hey, guy with beard, uh, why don't you uh, watch this movie and give us a perfect ten? K, thanks. Nobody knows where your fucking uh, website comes from because. Who the fuck? What is it called? It's the the gore score. The gore score. It's like who? I never heard of that until I bought this. Until I bought this Blu-ray, and then well, all, of we all, sudden, can. all of a sudden, it's like the Phoenix University of horror films. Right. <laughs> it's just, we all can't live in our in our uh, grandmother's basement. But, you know. DeVry University from Starbucks says that Pieces is a eleven out of ten. It's like I don't. He graduated from DeVry, but he should have been cooking fries. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Where this That's film, fine, but you know, but I, this film is good. It's not a perfect ten, and it depends on what you're looking for in a horror film. Uh, 
if it's if you expect an Italian film, a horror film, that's what this is. You know, um, not a perfect ten. I don't agree with that at all. Um, there's read some of the other. There's some interesting stuff on that packaging. And no, that's a great movie, and and I want to tell the, a brief story about me getting the copy of this of this pieces, and I, and, and doing this will spark a whole fucking shitstorm of, of other instances of this. Um, I have pre-ordered pieces, and I, I talked about this on my other podcast as well. Um, on Poddam, it's I, I pre-ordered pieces like two months in advance from Amazon.com, and you know, you would think with a street date release, they would start, they would mail it like a week before or a few days before. If I have Amazon Prime, you know, they mail it two days before. So I would get it on release date, you know, whenever it came out. Right. Uh, <coughs> so you straight up to see this guy's dong, you know, where it's – we've seen more <coughs> in, in pieces right now. We've seen more of this guy's piece than we have kills in the last, you know, 35, 40 minutes. The but there is, nice, there is some more – That's what I could do without. There is some more Italian, Italian women. Um, anyway – uh, the street date hit for pieces to come out, and I never received my my pieces copy. It said it didn't even update my shipping status. It just said, you know, your item has not been shipped or whatever, but it has been paid for. Um, I ended up calling Amazon and asked them. I said, hey, my shipping never updated. It doesn't say that it's been shipped, and it, it's supposed to be out today, and I don't have my copy. And they said, oh, well, um, we are out of copies, and we it says it's temporarily out of stock. And I said, okay, well, I pre-ordered a copy two months ago, like, you know, back in whenever it was, February or something. Right. And I was like, so, you know, actually came out in February, I think, so I don't know, pre-ordered two months before that. So... I was battling with this lady on Amazon. They're like, well, it says temporarily out of stock. I was like, okay, well, I pre-ordered it two months ago, so what happened to it? And they're like, well, it's out of stock, so you can't get a copy, basically. Um, so the price went up on this pieces like a day later, and this thing went up to like 60 bucks. Now, I'll, you know, my price that I paid for was twenty seven ninety nine, which was like a pre-order price you know which is why i bought it two months in advance because it was cheaper so ended up getting that resolved waited an entire week to get this film once i get the film you know i watched it i like it see here's the karate thing i just don't understand oh it's jackie chan it's like uh you know robin shu from fucking mortal kombat i don't know what this is back to the mortal kombat stuff and then the guy comes up and he's just like, "Oh, that's just my karate master. Sorry, you know." It's just very strange. I don't understand what that. This this whole part's just fucking weird. Um. But yeah, and then I finally watched the film. I, I enjoyed this movie. You know, I did because I never watched the Blue Diamond uh, version. Oh, you're missing out. Bad film quality. <laughs> fucked up aspect ratio. It's like, oh, hey, it's my kung fu professor. Mono soundtrack, it's great. I think that this guy is probably in like Cannibal Holocaust or something. That 
he's like a tribes member. That's, you know, maybe that's what it was. Because they just have a random kung fu master start attacking this chick. And then he just kind of says, oh, that's my kung fu professor. So I feel like they just wrote in a scene for this guy that was in Cannibal Holocaust or something. And you're supposed to be like, oh, that's a funny cameo from very strange actor to choose for a cameo in this film. Now, this is disheartening. Uh, the best chainsaw film flick, excuse me, the best chainsaw flick since the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's Joe Bob Briggs that said that. Wow, we just talked about him. Yep. It's right on the cover of the fucking movie. Huh. Well. He works for somebody called Splatter City. I've never heard of it, but... Well. But, I, uh... I just got shut down by Joe Bob Briggs. Like, <laughs> the doctor has left the building. <laughs> But when I uh, I got the release and I watched it, I was I was pleased with it. You know, it looks very nice. The the you know, it's nice to have in the collection and all that. But I read the uh, the booklet on the inside of it, and lo and behold, the liner notes is all from Eli Roth, which is uh, Mr. Gorkross's personal hero. <laughs> Fuck, he <him>. loves him. <laughs> favorite then, person in America. Then, then I watched... Yeah, but he's not anyone's favorite person in Italy. I don't know where that comes from. And then I, I look in my book... Well, if he farts, then you're supposed to take note of it. <laughs> then I watch the... Uh, or I, I look up the Cannibal Holocaust liner notes. I take the booklet out of that. And it's more Eli Roth shit. And then uh, Pretty Sure Cannibal for is the same thing. So it's like, why... And I also mentioned this on my other podcast. Why is Eli Roth in every Grindhouse releasing thing? I really try to figure it out. Um, I, I I did some minor digging and I could not find like if he if he butt fucks somebody that's in Grindhouse releasing and and like he's like yes you have to do it or they really just I mean they don't want to get these Italians so they just get Eli Roth to do it. I mean I don't know what to deal with. Well, it was probably to sell stuff. They're just like, you know. Yeah, these Eli Roth. These Americans. Extreme. These Americans don't know what this film is, but Eli, Eli Roth's Roth is on extreme. it. <laughs> now, for pieces, he's also on some kind of. Uh, I don't know. He does some like presentation thing. It's either this one or one of the Cannibal movies that he. Uh, it's like a special thing where he's at some convention with all this stuff. Yeah, see, I remember that. He was at convention extreme. <laughs> it has everything you could possibly want by the bucket full. Full full on chainsaw violence. Absurd amounts of nudity, which there's only been uh, two pairs of tits so far. And the greatest ending in horror history. A masterpiece of early 80s sleaze. Eli Roth, director of Hostel in the Green Inferno. <laughs> I think, you know, the only thing absurd about this movie... This scene's actually really good. Um, it's just an interesting kill scene. Which, finally, this is, what, number three or four in, like, an hour? But, um, no, this is a pretty good scene, you know. It's very violent. But, really, the chainsaw stuff, there's not really a lot of violence, and there's not really a lot of absurd nudity. And I watched the Spanish version, too. 
And the American version is a lot more brutal than the, you know, the Spanish version is the one that's more tamed than this one is. So Did he just knife a waterbed. Yeah. He's trying to stab her like a million times and he sucks. This scene is actually cool. Yeah, this is really it's just a really nice scene. It looks good on Blu-ray, it looks damn good. But yeah, he's just like dunking her in this little waterbed. I'm digging this and scene. And stabbing the shit out of her. This is my favorite <clears throat> this is my favorite scene in the film. It's just it's different, you know. It's it's a nice watch because he's he doesn't know what he wants to do. He wants to stab her more. He just wants to drown her, and that that's very nice. That was awesome. He's got his butcher knife. Okay, like, through pieces her mouth. just went up, folks. It's gone back up. That scene's the coolest scene in the film, though. Do we get any more like that? Um, I don't I don't think so. I think that's that's the that's the pinnacle of the Again, I haven't seen movie. this in forever. It's that right there was the pinnacle of, of the quote unquote uh you know the violence of this film. It's because uh, it was a very intricate scene, something that hasn't been done, and then the, the payoff was really nice. You just get a butcher knife like through the mouth for the back of the head. That was really different, something cool. It was cool. And it looks very good on Blu-ray. It does look really good. Um, which you know, this this is an essential film. It's very, you know, it's it's a great it's a great movie to have in your collection. It's definitely worth being there. Uh, it's just very, it's packaged to be overrated. You know what I mean? Like, it is. Whoever's like put all the quotes on there and made it seem like, uh, you know. Uh, like a Marvel film or something, where it's just got. Well, it makes you also wonder how old these quotes are too. It's just it's like got, I found a thing that Joe Bob Rick <laughs> said this was good. And fucking got like a, a billion like positive reviews that are way over the top. It's like this isn't a this isn't Call of Duty Black Ops Five. You know, it's it's pieces. So you know, you don't have to be so over the top with your with your quotes in this. Like like Eli Roth. I don't know where the. Where the gore by the bucket full and the over, you know, the absurd nudity. It's like, where's the absurd amounts of nudity? Is it the, uh, you know, this little puzzle piece he keeps making? They show it over and over, so it's it's absurd nudity because, you know. I mean, the nudity's take... not even a big deal. It's just, I don't know why you have to overanalyze stuff to make it seem better, to sell right. it. It's like, this movie will do just fine without Eli Roth saying how absurd you know amounts of nudity are in this film that aren't you know which this scene is actually really good too this is where uh over the loudspeaker he plays his marching band music basically to hide the sound of his chainsaw revving up and shit so he's basically trying to lure kids with their curiosity to find him but he's really trying to cover up the noise so he plays this marching band music and it's a pretty cool scene where I think this chick actually just decides to get nude and take a shower, and then dude comes in and has his way. Yep, there we go. Just right to it. She's already washing her breasts. Yep. Before you get killed, caress. That's <laughs> still not absurd amounts of nudity. I mean, we did see a dick in the film and uh, a few butts, but there's, you know... No, for an Italian horror film, it's not an absurd amount of nudity. You know what I mean? Agreed. I guess it's it's considered absurd because they played this in the states, 
and this is the U.S. version in '82, <coughs> and there's this much, you know, nudity. Well, '83 apparently. 83. This, this was it released everywhere else in '82, and then didn't hit the states till '83, okay. which I don't understand. That. Well, I guess in '83 this is a, an absurd amount of nudity, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I've seen just as much in a Friday the Thirteenth film. Yeah. You see, like usually though, in Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, excuse me. Fuck. You, you see, like, quick, you know, boob shots and stuff, but this movie, I mean, you know, you're seeing you're seeing the bush quite a bit, and they, I guess they should say, this is what Eli Roth should have said, should have said there's an absurd amount of bush, is what he should have said, it's an absurd amount of Italian bush, in 80 sleaze. I think them doing any kind of, this is more extreme. <laughs> Then Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you can't even compare the fucking two. No. It, they're two totally different type of films. I mean, this this is just a, a slasher film where his weapon of choice is a chainsaw. Honestly, but I wish he didn't use the chainsaw. He should use other things. to. If he wants to make pieces of women, then right. you should use different weapons. You know? Well, that's the way they marketed it, to try and rival Texas, you know, just... To lure those fans in it. Because Again, though, this is the Ben-Hur of horror films compared to <laughs> Mutilator. Oh, man. But, you know, it's... Uh, like I said, it is a great film. And the the Chainsaw is nice because other than Texas, I mean, there's really... are no other Chainsaw movies. Whoa! This yeah, chick just peed herself. Yeah, there you go. That's pretty nice. You don't really get too much pee in a horror movie, so... Any any other bottom now, now listen, this fluids. isn't a horror movie. This is an exploitation film. That's extreme. Extreme. This is pretty nice though. Because if you if you say ooh, you say chainsaw violence, you got to do it. And then of course the groundskeeper conveniently comes out of the building. So you still uh, you know kind of have to believe it was him, but this dude's just. A hairy motherfucking Italian guy that looks like a Swedish meatball. He's just in the wrong place at the wrong time. So and he looks like a fucking porn director. Yes, he does. Or the he looks like the camera guy from uh, Boogie Nights. He does. <laughs> it's just weird. He's just he's a creepy guy anyway. He's one of those characters that's just creepy the whole time, but he's not. You know. He looks like George Romero's stunt double. <laughs> it's George Fulci. That's what he looks like to him. I don't know. He's just like a creepy character, but he has nothing to do with anything. He's just the the patsy. But I don't know the. Like I said, it's an essential film. It should be in your collection, but should it get a, a perfect ten? No, it shouldn't. Um, should it be compared to Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. Just because it has a chainsaw, that doesn't mean anything. I know, it doesn't mean jack shit. I mean, that's like but the, again, you know, I wasn't asked to do... They didn't say. They didn't call and say, Excuse me, can I speak with Corey Gorechrist or Dr. Vincent West, and can <laughs> we have your opinion on this? And I'm not trying to be too vocal about it. That's but, what we're doing right now. Well... You can listen to this and... and it uh, is, but it's, you know, it's... People get the wrong idea about it. I just and and I dig this. It's cool. It looks nice too. Well, the actual release itself is great. You know, Grindhouse did a great job. It's 
they, they did a fantastic job. I mean, this looks really awesome. Um, and I have the blue diamond <laughs> um, release he's got to the, compare. He's got the extreme, the extreme cut. sleaze cut with the absurd nudity and, and horrible cameras. Um, but yeah, you know, everything that it's positive. It's just, I'm not the type that overly sucks something if it's already came. You know what I mean? I don't need to keep sucking it if it's already came. It's not... You don't need to overanalyze stuff. See, well, that's, no, that's awesome. fucking brutal. That's pretty awesome. You just don't need that to, was brutal. Yeah. You just don't need to overanalyze stuff. I guess they just got paid to say stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I'm digging this now. The latter half of this, I'm starting to really... <laughs> I like the term, the latter half of it. Yeah. I, it's true. We just saw a chick in half with her... Her fucking guts hanging out. This woman on TV's calling me a bastard. Yeah, so like these last two scenes are the best scenes in the film, really. And then the, you know, it's it's it is a good movie. It's great, but it's not as good as as the the reviews say of it because people like to hold what they love way up high on a pedestal, and this this movie gets that end of the stick. They just. Hold it up. It is, I, and it's not the you know that's what I'm. I guess that's what I'm trying it's to say. People. It's it's like not that review it that hold it up way too high. The yeah. folks involved with the making of this film, or even Grindhouse for putting this out, it's it's more of just having to market it to you know shit bags that fucking just get online, and I'm like, I need this so I can put it on eBay and rip somebody off. <laughs> you know, it's just fucking like look at you know, if you like it, it's cool, and I I'm, I'm honestly. Probably give people they go back they listen to this make them think oh, I don't like this film I do it's just I don't know it's not something to where this is not something that I when I'm in the mood to watch a film it's not something I'm gonna grab for right not to say that I won't watch it it's just it's not something where I'm gonna be like oh man I've had oh, a I fucking shit day I'm gonna watch pieces it just doesn't. Because I'm not even getting that from the killing from it. But I don't get the whole... They're saying that this is misogynist because he's killing women. Of course he's killing women because he's building a woman. Well, he's building his his mother. Right. Which is really... I mean, it's a game. That's all it is. Right. But, uh... You know, the actual vibe of the film is, is creepy, you know. And it's... You know, uh... There's a lot of Italian women in this. It's know? very brutal... As far as, you know, the whole point of it. But at the same time, you know, it's not like, it's not blood by the bucket fool. But do you know stuff. But do you know what this film plays like? I just don't want to exaggerate anything. If, it, if I'm watching a film, I'm going to tell you exactly how it It plays out. like you're watching a Italian soap opera with murder in it. Right. Which is usually soap operas have murder in them somewhere. Right, but it's obviously more visceral in this. But oh, I sure. just don't. I don't know. If you're wanting to, depends on what you want, I guess. But I mean, who wants story out of a out of a horror movie? Because I don't. Well, I mean, th- this one, no, same here. The, this is one you though where it's like background and, and like characters, but you you don't want to like you know. This movie just doesn't. I don't know. It's it, it, again. It doesn't reach the toilet that Mutilator did. 
I don't want to ever see that film again. And I also wanted another film that I watched that I wasted money on was a movie called Savage Weekend that I had these fond memories of watching with my friend Peter. What is that? I, I kept seeing it's that. It's a fucking... It's just a train wreck. I don't really... The, the guys seem... Obviously, we're fans of Last House on the Left and just... It, it, it's more of like a kidnap, torture film or something. It's got like except rape there's scenes no, in it. Except there's no... Yeah. There's, you know... Like, I don't want to watch that. Rod, it's I Spit on Your Grave. You know, it's that type that. of, you know, of thing. You know, whatever your, your film taste is with horror movies, uh, I don't think that's horrific. I think that stuff's just really nasty. I don't want to watch it. Like, it's, it's, it's disturbing... Not to the point of where it's like shock value. It's just it's shit I don't want to watch. It's just you know too much. Like I don't want to watch a, a a fake rape. I don't care what the situation is. So I don't watch a lot of horror, you know, uh, foreign films because they do that shit. You know, there's a lot of uh, Japanese films I've sat through where it's just like this chick's just getting like raped in a, a you know. A parking garage. It's like I don't want to right. watch this. You know, right? I'll just skip right past that shit. It's just not an element of a film I need to know happened, and, and I don't care. And it, it shouldn't have to put everyone else through it. You know, I I went and saw the remake of that Last House on the Left in theaters. Right. And the rape scene for that was so drawn out and and graphic compared to the original film. Right. That it was just like, I was like, I have to watch this on a theater screen with a bunch of friends of mine, you know. It's like I knew what I was in for because I saw the originals, but I, I, I was still just like, you know, maybe they're not going to do this in this film. Like, they, they'll imply it, but they won't show it. I feel like they won't. Right. And it was ten times more graphic and, and you know, uh, intense than the original film's uh, rape scene. And it's just, you know... I just sit. I don't want to like be eating popcorn and slurping a, a fucking XL Coke while I'm watching the scene. It's like I almost wanted to walk out. You know, I almost did. I was really. I never saw the remake of that film. Uh, skip through that part. It's just no reason to even watch that. It's like, can't you just imply it and then go home? It's like it's not like it's scaring me or or make you know. Here's your your job as a of. director to make you un- to make me uncomfortable. I'm going to watch, you know, uh, a Cronenberg movie or something. Right. But I don't want to watch under any circumstance. I don't care how gory or nasty it is. I don't want to watch a fucking rape scene in, the, in a horror movie. Just right. Just, just skip right through that part. It's just, it's unsettling in, in a non-artistic way. It's just kind of low and, and, you know. Right. Like, why would you even film that? It's like, okay, we're going to film the rape scene, guys. You all ready? Make your... Your best rape face and rape noises, and let's get to it. It's like no, I don't. I don't I'm not interested in that kind of stuff. But like you know, it was very hard for me as a director and a writer and a filmmaker to to shoot this scene. I'm like, I'm sure it was. You know, it was so hard for you to just do it anyway. So I don't, I don't enjoy that kind of stuff. And, and you're not supposed to enjoy it, but I shouldn't even have to have to watch that shit. But anyway, rant over for that. I just. You know, not my idea of, of shock value. Well, you know, I was telling somebody the other day, they were talking to me about those the Purge films. Oh. And Well, I, I just thought this was funny because I thought of this, and I, I don't know if I'm the only one that thinks this, 
One guy that saw well, Hostel wanted to make Well, no, I mean, I, I've got a better one. That movie called The Strangers. Yeah. That's all they stole from, is that movie. The, yeah, pretty the, much. And are, are you seeing that? The, they, the they, all they did was watch that movie, and then they made The Purge. Right. Now, Strangers was actually uh, a pretty good movie. Yeah, I'm not knocking that. I'm saying yeah. I think that movie's kind of got swept under the rug because once the purge came out, yeah, yeah, it's like and and you know, well, it's like, why do they take, keep making well, sequels? To let's the take the Home Invader movie. idea, but you know, not make it creepy anymore. Just make it, yeah, we're we're gonna come in there. We're just gonna kill you, right? Like, all right, let's totally skip the the whole point of everything. Just, I want to bring up a movie that I wasted money on. This fucking thing was so god awful. Okay, and I saw this last year. I've never told you too much, and I don't think I ever did in, in detail he's tell trying you to, this. He's trying to poison this chick, basically, or knock her out because he really likes her feet and his and his mama's heels, which is really creepy. But yeah, that's the scene. Th- this is, and I, I want to go on record on this. On record, this is this is uh, Doctor Vincent West. I don't know how. This is the worst horror film I've seen in maybe my whole life. <laughs> is a movie called The Gallows. I never saw that. It was some first person well movie. Weren't they in like a well no. or some weird I, or Am I calling that the wrong thing? Hold no, on. It's no, I, don't, I think I fucked up. Is it a, like a found footage film or no, something? No, this is about these kids that are making a play. Oh no. I never saw The Gallows, but. Hold on a minute. I remember they billed it as, you know, from the producers of Insidious and Paranormal Activity. Well, hold, hold on a second. From I'm the right. director of The Purge. It's like, I don't... Those those guys are in front of every horror movie that comes out, which is why I don't watch modern horror movies, because I don't want to see these Paranormal Activity, Insidious... Why can I not find... Yeah. Oh, there's a band. Anyway, that's not what I'm looking for. Uh... But I, a weird thing, if, if you ever go to I'm FYE... I'm going to look it up here. Hold on, I can't find this fucking thing. At FYE, at least ours, uh, The Gallows is oddly like 38 bucks on DVD. It's just like a single disc, just like a regular DVD, and it's like 38 bucks. So I don't know what The Gallows has on it that makes it so pricey, but... That's it. It's The Gallows. It is The Gallows. It's a fucking turd. I never saw it. I mean, it, it is seriously... It is... It is fucking horrible. Like it. I, I mean, how this thing got made. It okay. And, and let me let me go ahead and tell you. I'm bit telling about, you, they built it. it as like. Well, let me you tell know, you what it's about. They showed family there's a reactions kid, in the theaters. There's a stuff. kid. Is this gonna, that's in a play. Is this gonna make me puke in my mouth. The description. Uh, yeah, it's so dangerous. I saw it's like scary. a trailer. You know, like they showed like a TV spot for it, and it was just. This, okay, this is serious. I want fan reactions. Just, just, just like, look at this girl get scared and drop her iPhone. Yeah, on the okay, floor. Ju- <laughs> check this out. So, Gallows. If you don't know what it is, this this guy, this kid, this teenager, dies while they're making some play, and he's haunting the school, and they trap him in the school, and he's gonna get you. <laughs> I was like, That's and I, I have never. I literally, and I saw this fuck. no, it was R, and I saw this thing for fucking $2.50, and I wanted two fifty back, <laughs> and then I wanted them to take me back and in I time 
with Dr. Emmett Brown in the fucking time machine and take me back to where I got my fucking hour and 45 minutes back. Wow. So what? Was there any, like, at least, like, one good kill in the film? No. Or was it just straight up awful all day? No, it was just, it, it's a bunch of kids, re- oh, no, and I forget what his name is, and he, and he accidentally got hung, so his ghost haunts this school. And, it, you know, it would be like right now, like, you know, Ooh, this bag's flying. It's Jimmy. He died here. You know, it's just like, it's yeah. like, it must be like, I guess, some kind of like a haunted film or something. Or That's what all these modern horrors are. It's just like these ghost films. But, but they were trying to, you know, they were trying to make a, you know, a Fred Krueger out of it or, or something, you know, that you could tell they were trying to turn this into like some kind of franchise or something. But yeah, it doesn't work you know. that way anymore. No, it was just. Unless you're the purge or paranormal activity or insidious, I mean. That's all these people that are making this fucking shit. I mean, I never, I just didn't get it. And it, but I mean, that movie is is absolutely horrid. You know, a movie was actually really good that that surprised me was uh, As Above, So Below. Never saw it. Actually, really, really good movie. The concept is really cool. It's neat. Um, if you knew, you know, what As Above, So Below means, it has a lot to do with the actual historical meaning of it, and. Uh, it's a pretty cool film. It's not like a very, you know, it's not like over the top or gory or any of that stuff. Uh, there is some pretty good kill scenes in it. Um, but that's a very well done movie. And it, it, and it surprised me. I was actually really entertained the whole time. So, um, yeah, that was very, was very good. You should check it out. I don't know if you would like it or not, but if I had to recommend any... Modern horror to anybody, that's actually a really good movie. It's it's, it's a well-done movie. I've so. never seen it. It's good. Actually, not a turd. When I walked out of the theaters, I was like, you know what? That movie did not make me mad. I actually really well, The Gallows it. is a turd. I would never, you know. And see, now this, this guy is finally freaking out, and he's like, I get to cut off her beautiful feet, and she's like paralyzed from the whatever shit he put in her tea. And he's like, He's he's seriously about to like lube up these feet and like shove it up his anus. I don't know. It just gets very creepy at this point. A... I mean, I just don't. You know, to go back to that gallows. Thing, I don't know how that thing got made. They'll put out anything these days. I mean, it, it was like here's a movie. Here's your. Like another, I said. Well, like, hold on. I've got another one. The guys from Paranormal. I've got another one. I've got another one. I've got another one. Go watch it. And again, I realize these ma- movies are made for tweens, not for. You know, for doctors. And they know they'll buy anything, if, especially if it's a ghost film where someone goes, eh. Well, no, I've got I've got the best one for They you. get yanked. Hold on, I've got other. one that rivals that Gallows movie. Unfriended. Rated R. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that one. Unfriended you, Corey. <laughs> You're dead. Rated R. She's co- she deleted her <laughs> profile. She's coming to get you. I just don't, and I get, I realize that's an age demographic thing, and I don't fit it, and they don't give a fuck what I think about it's it. It's just like all those other that's ones. That's not a it's fucking a, horror movie. It's a ghost I, You know thing. what the horror movie is? Is that that film got made. <laughs> that's the horror in that film. It's watching it, and pay, that, knowing that you paid money to sit there and watch it. I just don't. It just amazes me. It's like, These this summer, uh, well, you better spend your 4th of July with the purge. We're locking we're going, you we're in. Going, there's going to be a kid there. It looks like he's from uh, 
uh, My Chemical Romance. He's going to kill you with his little skull mask on. Makes me want to fucking puke. And then I can't win. It's like, and don't forget, this Halloween unfriended too. You've been unfriended. You're going to die. It's She's like, coming back am I supposed to be fucking scared of this? No, but little teenagers are afraid of it. I mean, again, I realize it, like I just said, it's 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 made and marketed to tweens, and I'm not, and and that's fun. But and it's, tweens are scared of everything. They're scared of their own Apple update. Or but like, I just, I, I just think it's funny. It's not gonna work if but, I download but, this. For but that, per, you know, it, and just just to, you know. To me, it's complete and utter comedy. Those Purge posters look like something where they took the cast of fucking, you know... Looks like Mad TV. Well, no, they took the cast of Glee and they and they <laughs> made them look like they work at Hot Topic. It's like, this this 4th of July, the Purge is going to get you. It's like, yeah, I'm real scared of that. <laughs> Leonard's wearing a suit because he's sophisticated. He's going but he's also right. got a... He's also got a shotgun and a knife. He's going to get you. It's like, well, whatever. He's seen the dark night and changed his life. It's just fucking... <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. You know, it's just fucking... It, the, the whole idea of that movie is fucking absurd, too. It's like, murder should be legal for a day. It's like, yeah. Here's the good thing, though, whether Pieces is a perfect Only if Donald ten. Trump gets in office. It's like fucking... If Pieces is a perfect 10 or not, you know, at least... Uh, if you want to point tweens in the right direction for real horror shit, this is it. Agreed. You know, over the what I just talked about. Right, like, right. The gallows and fucking. This is essential shit to start with. Know. It's like if you want to. And yeah, you know, I saw that first purge film, and I'm like, eh, you know. I actually thought it was really funny that the the only thing I liked about that entire film was in the beginning they show. All the different, you know, cities that have the purge going on. You're seeing, like, you know, these, like, cameras of, oh, this guy gets shot right in the fucking head. Uh, the killer in the in pieces. Um, so you're, they're showing all these different cities through, like, security cameras of all these people getting killed. Right. And there's one, and it's, like, right, right before the credits are over. And this guy is just wailing on this other dude with a baseball bat. Like, I don't know why, but in theaters... I started laughing, like horse laughing over this scene, and it carried for like two more scenes over. I was like, I just cannot get over this guy getting wailed on with a baseball bat. It's the funniest goddamn thing. I I've mean, like seen. I said, that I watched first, comedy movies like a month before that film, and I didn't laugh as hard as that. That, f- that first film, you know, <laughs> and, and that's fun. And I'm not even, I'm not even, I don't even care about the Purge films. That's not, that was my the point. concept. But that ga- that Gallows time. film oh. is, I'm serious, it should it's, be left in the Gallows. It's just awful. It's just like unfriended, rated R. You know, I just don't. That's you know what? And, and it goes. It, it, it goes back to this. It goes back to what's wrong. Oh, this is the uh, the supposed greatest ending to a horror film of all time. Oh, we're seeing the greatest ending to a horror film. No, we're not. The gallows isn't in. <laughs> According to Eli Roth. The, the greatest horror director that ever lived. Hey, take a look at this. Which I don't even remember the ending to this. That goes to show you how memorable and amazing the ending is. I don't even remember the ending. Never thought the Dean would collect something like this. (laughs) Real freak. Join the force, kid. We're finding out little secrets like that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's on like fucking 90. Jesus. It's not even the <laughs> Basically, uh, the goddamn theater. <laughs> Get him out of here. The uh, stitched up corpse that he made dropped on this dude. Oh, I remember the end of this now. It's just fucking strange. You still want to be a cop? It's time you got some sleep. See, that's what I'm saying. They're like American actors, but they overdub it. Do you still want to be a cop? Rude over it, kid. Let's go. Hey, my jacket. <laughs> it's Glenn Benton in the film. You want a picture? Let's go. Clawed up bloody penis. The only part that makes I mute that. That music actually sounds cool. I actually could save this. <laughs> you know what that sounds like? That sounds it's like 1973. George A. Romero. Uh, now George A. Romero brings back Dawn of the Dead. That's what that sounds like. That do 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 do. Well, the ending is pretty cool. You hear some fucking testicle poppage, but. It just doesn't make any sense. It's like it's the greatest horror ending of all time. Do 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 The the chanting say it sounds like the fucking This is a war. It sounds like damn Dawn of the Dead. It's fucking awesome. The soundtrack of this is was worth buying. This yeah, movie. Oh yeah. I will say that. Love, I guess, love the fucking creepy music in this movie. I guess you can consider the end Weird, it was filmed in America. Yeah, they actually did film there in Boston. This is a Spanish film. Hmm. It's both though, that's what I'm saying. They like it's not Italian. They have Spanish. American actors in this. And Spanish, it's weird. Yeah. Um I guess the reason that it's uh sorry, that it's uh considered the greatest film ending is because it just doesn't make any fucking sense. It's just like the corpse that has never been alive ever can just I have to say I enjoyed it after sitting watching the whole thing I don't know I I, kind of went into it I think a little jaded no it's great it's a great film and I think it's a lot of I I know a lot of it's just not a perfect 10 you know what I mean right I mean if you consider it a perfect 10 that's cool but uh, I think the reviews were paid off or they like sucked a little dick you know Uh, it's just kind of you know I don't I don't like to overanalyze or exaggerate anything. If if I like it that much, I think much, calling anything a perfect ten, it can be dangerous too. I mean, if you even if you really dig a film, Texas Chainsaw is a perfect ten. You know, Hall- right? I mean, first Halloween's a perfect ten. The pieces maybe for an Italian horror film, maybe perfect ten compared to other things, but it's just not. You know, um, it was a soap opera with killing. I don't know. Right. It's just you know. Depends on what you want out of out of a film, right? If it's but based on the reviews from the back of the of the fucking packaging, you know, yeah, you're gonna think spritz in your pants. Yeah, it seems like this is gonna be a nonstop, you know, just. If you're wanting if you're wanting a gore fest, there's other films we could recommend. I think you'd probably be happy. That would actually be considered. You know, kills by the bucket full and all this stuff. Yeah, try blood rage. That's not this. Uh, there is, you know, buckets of blood in some scenes, but, you know, it's not... It's more painted than it is splattered, you know what I mean? It's just... Uh, well, I think this film had a had kind of a uh, an X rating, and I think they, you know, to a lot of people, and it was, it was deemed... Yeah, it's like... Uh, here's your good example, and I love this movie. I actually... 
love this movie a lot. It's kind of like Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> that movie has an incredibly bad rap, and there's really nothing really going on. I think it's fucking awesome, Santa Claus hacking up people. It but, is great. Yeah. And it's just very fucking cheesy, but it's good. But it's it, it it still has a... And that fucking film was shot in Canada, and I fucking love that. you know. Of but course. it's just it's fucking awesome. But this movie is is actually pretty good, and I have good. to agree with with uh, with Corey on this. I think this is definitely something you want to snag if you're wanting to get something. This definitely it's probably going to go out of print, you know. And yeah, it's definitely something in your collection. It's a beautiful release. The it looks great, you know. There's there's everything you want in a film in it, but it's just you know, if you want to just like sit it down, it is what it is. If you want to sit down and watch a horror movie. I wouldn't watch this a hundred times. Um, yeah, it's not something you're going to reach for on a daily basis, I don't think. It's something to watch, you know. And I if wouldn't it even, is, maybe you need your meds. I don't know. It's just kind of... I wouldn't even really watch this with friends, even. Like, you know. Of course, we did, and it was fun. Right. But, uh, you know, when I watched this by myself, I had a better time watching it just because I was, like, really paying attention Poor to a lot of the scenes. Pieces. in pieces. But even when I watched it in my own viewing... I wasn't like, this is amazing. This really is a perfect tan. I was just kind of like... I'm actually what? amazed that one of the these stuck-up you know, people haven't remade this. Or say, Eli Roth's Reese's Pieces. Reese. <laughs> well, he already tried to basically remake uh, Cannibal Holocaust. And Green Inferno was actually... That is right. a good movie. Because, you know I what? Like um, it's as much as... I, I almost don't agree with Eli Roth being on all this Grindhouse release stuff, whatever, all that stuff. If you think about it, as far as modern horror directors or somebody that could be the voice of modern horror, because it's not going to be these you know, Italian guys from the 80s that haven't done anything since the 80s, or you know, we don't have Wes Craven anymore, and uh, you know, a lot of our, our beloved horror directors are old and they're, they're not really making horror films anymore. Um, you kind of have to pass the torch to the to the younger guys, but there's really no younger guys around that are doing good shit. And I guess with Eli, he's at least trying, and he at least appreciates this stuff and wants to preserve it and keep it, you know, uh, in the light where it needs to be, and not wow. in, in a fucking basement or in an attic. So in that regard, I respect Eli Roth for that because I know he he is a fan of this kind of shit, and you know. Um, I guess the people that do the grindhouse releasing all this other stuff, they they know that he's a part of that kind of community with the with horror and that he actually gives a shit right. about preserving this kind of stuff. But you know, I'm always on two sides of the fence about everything. I don't I completely just I'm not gonna completely suck someone's dick. I don't I don't agree with that. I'm not gonna be like he's the greatest man. You know, you don't want to eat his ass. He does all the no. I don't want to eat Reese's pieces at all. Uh, <laughs> You know, Green Inferno was great. Uh, Cabin Fever was kind of gross. It's a really weird movie. It's not even... I don't even really like that movie. Um, you know, and the, and the Hostel stuff, I'm not really into it. I mean, it was... It had yeah, some, the first one's okay. It had some good stuff the in it. The second one, third one. That third one's awful. It, it was very... Uh, I don't think he did the third one. No, he did the first two. But I, I think for the second one, he didn't direct it. I think he just produced it. I'm not sure. Um... But you know, there's the, the there's guy that, the guy that did uh, the third one. There's um, good stuff in all of his films. You know, the elements you can tell 
where he, you know, got the influence from. But, um, you know, I don't think he's the savior of horror or should be the 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 guy. But honestly, there is nobody else. I mean, there's right. you can't really hand this stuff off to as like a voice to anybody else. Like, I'm not going to do it to Rob Zombie. I refuse um, because Rob Zombie just kind of makes his own shit, and I don't really. Once he made the Halloween stuff, I just kind of lost a lot of respect for him. Um, His movies are awful. Yeah, they're, they're, it's pretty bad. And then Lords of Salem was just kind of like, what the fuck? I don't even know if this is supposed to be your holy mountain, but it's like black metal. Like You need to make up your mind on what the fucking film you want to do. It's like you can't make like a hundred different films and put it in one film. People don't, you know, it doesn't make any sense. So, But... um. I guess I get the whole Eli Roth thing because there really isn't anybody else that, in modern horror because if you don't have Eli Roth, then you have you have this Oren guy that that does the Paranormal Activity movies and you have, you know, James Wan's made some, some alright horror movies. You know, he he makes The, the Conjuring, and uh, which is really good. He made the Saw films where, you know, you like them or not, they're, they're alright films. And, uh... He did Annabelle and Dead Silence and all that stuff, uh, you know. And and he's an alright director, but is he the voice of that shit? No, I don't. I don't think so. It's a little bit different. But I guess Eli Roth is probably more willing to be on that mantle of horror. I don't know. I don't know the true story. I guess I'm I'm cutting him slack at the moment instead of uh, downing him for it. But you know, at the same time, it's just like. I guess I don't realize that with all these releases and stuff, they're just throwing him on all these. But I don't really know who else would contribute to this stuff in modern horror if it's not somebody like Eli Roth. I don't know. It's just horror is in a bad place right now. You know what I mean? Well, I mean it is in a modern day, so horror. It is. I mean, the fact you, I could say the same thing about death metal, though. So oh right. Well, you know. the fact that these companies are. are are pumping these these releases out and making them you know restoring them putting them back in the light it's beautiful even though mutilators uh you know a foot long you well you're know, gonna have you know it's still restored you can still watch it and, and see for yourself you know it's 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 a beautiful thing that these films are coming out of the the fucking tool shed and uh you can you can watch them and and, and see what you think of them uh because I think I said this on the first episode, you know, uh, we live in an age now where these films, you realize how much they stand the test of time and that uh, they're still better than anything that comes out nowadays. So you might as well just stick to the 80s stuff. I've always kind of done that. And everybody's going to have gripes about certain things. I've never really strayed strayed from the 80s stuff. That's just always what I've stuck to anyway because that's what entertains me is just – they haven't been good since then, you know. Any of the new stuff. I'm, I'm 80s backwards. Any, any and of some the new 90s. Stuff. There's some 90s stuff yeah. I like. Any of the new stuff, I can't, you know. I'm not just going to watch a million times. It's like, this stuff I can watch any day. Pieces, have to be in the mood to watch it. But, you know, um, any of the classic stuff, I can just watch. can watch Army of Darkness any fucking time of day. I right. can watch, you know, Friday the 13th part, any of them. Anytime, any of the Halloweens I can watch anytime, you know, uh, Texas, all that stuff, you know, any John Carpenter I can watch any fucking time, so, um, 
you know, I guess it's all about your preference, but um, for me. And, and death metal exactly is the same way. It all really depends, but for me, um, you know, I find myself listening to, to older records, new stuff I can't really, you know. Some bands can drop some good stuff, but then again, it's the same bands that have been putting out stuff that I'll listen to new stuff. But. Newer death metal that I'm into is pretty hard to find. You know, like I have no idea. I can't even name my favorite newer death metal band right now, off the top of my head. Yeah, that's putting out stuff I'm really into. You know, it's like I, I, the new Aborted record's really good. And I think you had one. You uh, like that band Abnormality? I do like that. Their record came out. Actually, it dropped yesterday. It's really good. Um, I loved it. was sold on it. One of their band members was wearing a fucking Gorgasm shirt. I was like, that's fucking awesome. There you go. It's a very strange, brutal death metal band with a female vocalist. I, it's cool, though, man. There's some of them. I There's, dig it. Um, it's pretty sick. Cerebral I mean, Boar had a, a female vocalist. I mean, they were just... I remember you saw them a few yeah. years ago, yeah. Yeah, and they were uh, they're from like Scotland or something. It was very weird. But they're pretty. There's, you know, I brutal death metal is hit or miss for me for that stuff. Some of it's just too uh, too breakdowny, or uh, the vocals are sound too much like pig squeals. I can't. Yeah. I can't do that the whole time. You know. I agree. I need some like. Right, me too. Need some low vocals, some uh, some gargles, not so much the uh, the high pitch shit. You know. Need some low end sound. I think you need some more fuel for that chainsaw. Should we uh, <laughs> head on over to the bar? You want to do that? I think we probably should. I'm over at the bar right now. Just uh, just need to drive on over. Getting a few down, oiling up the chainsaw. You know what I mean? Get your chainsaw but, uh, revved. To wrap this up, I will say, um, my classics never die. So always stick to your old shit. Watch and listen to what you always have. If it doesn't get old for you, then then don't stop listening to it or watching it. And uh, don't believe what all this bullshit around you tells you. You know, just because Eli Roth said that Pieces was the greatest thing that ever happened since you know uh, since Bruce Campbell fought off. Uh, evil demons in the cabin you know well, he probably doesn't even like that doesn't mean <laughs> that that is true you know buy the movie because it, it intrigues you or buy the death metal record because you know it intrigues you and then see for yourself what you think of it and you don't have to don't let your mind uh get tricked into agreeing with somebody else's opinion just you know see for yourself what what you think of it and then Post your own opinion about it. You don't have to be like, yeah, you're right, it is a perfect 10. You know, try to figure it out on your own. It doesn't mean you still can't appreciate something as much as somebody else. You might just not think it's, you know, uh, the same level. So that's my closing notes from the Gore Christ this episode. So uh, I'll hand it over now to uh, finish things up with the, uh, the doctor over here. This movie, uh, Pieces, it looks great. The Blu-ray is really cool. It's got a lot of cool extras. It comes with a fucking soundtrack, which is really awesome. Uh, they're kind of... 
they don't really put out as many releases as Arrow does or Scream Factory, but they're putting out some good mm. shit. It's a nice blur. It's actually a fun watch. It got better as it went on. I was being a little yeah. overly critical of it, but uh, it actually pretty good, man. And uh, I think just to go along with what he was saying, you know, you have to, you know, find stuff that works for you. Right. You can always. Now, I will say with the, the Grindhouse releasing, especially pieces, looks really nice on your shelf when you pull that thing out. I mean, it seriously is a nice addition to the to Oh, the sure, collection. their packaging and stuff's nice. It's Just really like nice. the, the Cannibal Faroe and the the Cannibal Holocaust, a really nice, uh, really nice presentation to it as far as the uh, packaging goes and the soundtrack being in there. Yeah, the soundtrack. The soundtrack is the that was the main selling point with me with their stuff. I'll buy their stuff just because I get the fucking soundtrack with it. Now, did the Beyond come with the soundtrack, oh, or yeah. was it just a three disc? No, did they come with the soundtrack? soundtrack. Wow, and that's Fabio Freezy goodness. Yeah, that's fucking I mean, awesome. It's great. Anyway, we're gonna go find some gasoline, and we're gonna get our chainsaws, and we're gonna go fucking uh, kill some shit. <laughs> chainsaw this bar down. We're gonna chainsaw the fucking bar down and get loaded, and that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> So, until next time. And this has been the Phantasm Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, go grab a copy of Pieces if you can find it. It's probably back down on Amazon, I would think. I don't know. It's on there. The price went down or not. It was. It's twenty seven ninety nine. Okay, good. It's pretty jacked for a little while. And uh, until next time. And I've been Corey Gore Christ. And with me. Dr. Vincent West. And thank you very much. Stay gory.